A few years ago, I was driving to a friend's house, and as I slowed down to make a right turn, my car lost control and began to skid. I tried desperately to regain control of the car, however I couldn't, and my car only slowed when I hit the divider. I made my way back home so I could assess the damage. The car was drivable, but the steering wheel was shaky, so I knew I was going to have to visit the mechanic. As I told my wife the story, thoughts began racing through my mind. Was I going too fast? Had I braked too hard? How much money was this going to cost to fix? What if there had been a car behind me? But what I was really asking was why did this happen to me? I was so agitated with myself. I could have prevented this. I should have driven better. How could I let this happen? All of my wife's kind words and reassurance were falling on deaf ears. That is until she said those incredible 12 words. You can't control what happens, but you can control how you react. And so I started to realize that it wasn't all about the I, but about my relationship with God. A new year brings with it much anticipation as well as trepidation. So many questions fill our minds, both personal and communal. What will be this year? Will I make enough money? Will I graduate with honors? Will I finally get that promotion? Will this be the year we move? So many questions, so many possibilities, so many options that it's awe-inspiring and overwhelming all at once. Rosh Hashanah is filled with many wonderful customs, wishing each other a good and sweet new year, dipping an apple in honey, savoring a pomegranate, and of course, the most important, hearing the shofar and praying. But what do we pray for? There are many deep, intricate, and complicated Kabbalistic meanings to the shofar and the prayers we recite, and if one is aware of these powerful mystical implications, they can reach remarkable levels of holiness in their service to Hashem. But what of the rest of us? Those of us who are unaware of the spiritual dimensions and inner workings, what do we ask Hashem for? What should be our focus when praying, and how do we make the most of this auspicious time? Imagine a stranger walks up to you and asks you to wash his car. Chances are you would excuse yourself and quickly walk away wondering why a person who you don't know would ask you such a favor. What if your best friend asked you to mow her lawn? If you weren't busy, you'd say yes. What if your mother asked you to stop by the store to pick up a dozen eggs? Even if you were busy, you would likely fit it into your schedule. And what if your spouse asked you to go to the store to pick out a new pair of shoes? You don't like shoe shopping, you are not interested in shoes, yet you make the time to go. Why? Why were you not inclined to wash a stranger's car, which would take 20 minutes, but okay going on a three-hour shoe shopping trip with your spouse? One reason. Relationship. An important aspect of Rosh Hashanah is crowning God King over the world, over the Jewish people, over our communities, over our families, over you, and over me. God isn't only a communal God, but a personal one. It's true that God is all-powerful and that on Rosh Hashanah, He decides what our lives will be like in the year to come. So do we really need to crown Him King? It doesn't matter if we agree or not. In the end, He is still the Creator, so what difference does it make to Him? Yet the more important question is, what difference does it make to us? The stronger and more intimate our relationship is with God, the more readily we accept what He gives us, even if it is not exactly what we want. For me, the message of the fender bender was loud and clear. Even when you think you're driving the car and you have complete control, in reality, you're always a passenger. We can plan, organize, facilitate to the best of our ability, as we should, but at the end of the day, the outcome is out of our domain. What is in our power is how we react, how we perceive, how we deal, how we cope. And so I believe our focus for this new year is twofold, strengthening our personal relationship with God and asking Him not only that we should have a sweet new year, 
but more importantly, that our outlook of that which unfolds throughout the next 12 months is sweet as well. It is in this fashion, by cultivating our connection to God and having the power and control to react to His divine plan with understanding, patience, and love, that we truly crown Him our King. Wishing you a wonderful Shabbos.